gentlemen welcome this is dump on the ump ostensibly a baseball podcast this is the b block tonight is tuesday march the 29th 2022 coming at you from champaign illinois my name is joel with me tonight as per usual is sam sam how's it going hey joel it's going well i'm coming at you as usual from brooklyn new york where is fucking cold right now let me tell you Mm-hmm. Um, it is not nice outside and it was so nice last week and it's just for the past month it's been like hot and then cold and then hot and then cold and it's like I can't I'm sick of it I'm over it like pick a pick a temperature and then never change we need to get this segment sponsored by Trout uh, Mike the weatherman Trout he would love right. the segment of Sharing what it's like at your part of the country right now. Right. It's been like 33 degrees and cloudy in Illinois for the last three or four days, which might actually be my least favorite weather. Right? It's it's right. not snowing, but it's just at that temperature where it's slightly too warm to be snowing. Right. I wish it would make up its goddamn mind. I honestly do. The only good thing I have to say about that is on Thursday, it's supposed to be 70 and sunny. And then it'll drop back down. Right. And then it's going to snow. Remember that time when I was supposed to visit you for spring break? But there was right. a dude. Yeah, that was sick. And then it went cool to the, you didn't come. I didn't come. But then we went to that Brooklyn Nets game. <laughs> yeah. Where Dwight Howard had a 30 30 night. It was historic. <laughs> Someday I'll come to Brooklyn and go to a Brooklyn Nets game. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This is a B Block. We're going to be talking a lot about baseball. Want to give a shout out. Thank you to everybody who has been listening to us so far this week. We are inching closer and closer to opening day. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. In our last episode, I gave us a rundown of the American League Central Division preview, so to speak. So, Sam, I'm going to let you take the lead on this episode, and we're going to talk about the National League East, NL East Division. What's going on? Yeah, I... uh, We... Yeah. So before we get into this, Joel, I just want to comment on what you like. I'm also really excited for the baseball season to start. And I know that if there wasn't for the lockout, the baseball season would have started either tomorrow or the next day. Right. And so 
we're only like a week behind from opening days the seventh this year. I looked it up. It's not the ninth. Um, so that's Wednesday. Right. Uh, yeah, one more recording day before opening day. Right. So, but this off season has felt so long, longer than normal. And I think it's because I normally don't really pay much attention to hot stove or spring training because like, who gives a shit, right? Unless, you know, some big name is moving. Like, I don't really, but this year, because of the lockout, I feel like I spent a lot of time like paying attention to like what wasn't happening in baseball. And it's like made this off season seem super long. So anyway, I'm pumped for I'm pumped for people like people to be playing baseball in Fenway Park. Yep. Anyway, but we're not talking about Fenway Park tonight. We're talking about the NL East. This is the B block because I didn't really prepare for this at all. So you're gonna just have to bear with me. And um, if you're a fan of any of these NL East teams, well, you know, I don't we really know what to say to that, but. We have a weird number of Mets fans who follow us on Twitter. Really? Yeah. And Blue Jays. Blue Jays is the other one where I'm like, wow, we have a lot of Blue Jays fans. Like, White Sox, Red Sox, Mariners. We got a lot of those fans on Twitter. Right. The fan bases are really like Mets and Blue Jays. We got a lot of both of them. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't... I've learned a lot about Canada. Oh, it's because of Jose Bautista, I'm sure. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let me jump into this NL East preview, all right? Do it. The National League East is dominated, in our hearts at least, by the tales of the sad sack, can't do anything right, squanderers of massive potential New York Mets. But what people may not be aware of is that the Philadelphia Phillies are really just as bad and inept as the New York Mets. So that's something to keep in mind from the beginning here. The truth is, though, that the NL East uh, is home to more than billionaire owners and franchises that believe that if they put enough money into their position players, they can do without a starting rotation and a bullpen. That's the Mets and the Phillies respectively. Sure. But two of the last three world series champions have also called this division home and Derek Jeter no longer does. So this is a division that is quietly dominating. Um, so I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to give you my uh, predictions for the uh, how it's going to turn out, and then we're going to go through uh, each of the teams as, as we go through. So I the Braves, I got the Braves winning the division. When you, were, when you were giving your intro, I had a thought. Okay. Like, this is not a Mets fan podcast, but no. we talk about the Mets a lot on this podcast. Yeah. And all three, Sam, Joel, and Thomas, who's not here tonight, we all kind of have, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, we all kind of have a soft spot for the Mets. Yeah, I like the Mets. Yeah. Like, we all like New York City, and we all fucking hate the Yankees. Right. 
So that leaves the Mets. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, but the thing, other thing is, it's like, there's more to liking a team than like rooting for their success, right? Like I really like the Mets and I follow the Mets because I go to Mets games because I live here and I like to go to baseball games. So I go to Mets games. I do not care if they win or lose. Like right. I, I'm not invested in their success at all, but there's something about just year after year and i realized they went to the world series in 2000 whatever 15, 15. or 16 15 yeah. um but it's just year in and year out of just spending so much money on players with either massive potential or like former success and just watching it all like every single year just crumble like like it was built on a fucking fault line. Every single year, it all just falls apart. Yeah. Um, Let's come back so, to the team because I have, when you talk about the Mets, I want to bring that up because that's my concern about them. Right. Yeah, yeah, No, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, so I have the Braves winning the division. And I know that that is kind of a controversial hot take because um, they've lost their kind of, state you know commonly known heart and soul of the team freddie freeman they didn't even really try to retain him actually um and he signed with the dodgers for what felt like a pretty affordable amount of money um was what six years and 130 million dollars or something like that i wanted to say 16 million a year Uh uh-huh probably more than that um did you follow at all I only followed loosely his things in the press that he said nobody from the Braves even contacted him. Right. Uh, which is crazy. Like he was MVP, right. right? What's that? What Six year, 162 million. Six year, 162 million. Okay, so that's more right. than 20 million. He was NL MVP. Not last year. Not oh in the uh, COVID year he was COVID in twenty twenty yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that still counts uh, yeah right he was MVP two years ago won the World Series last year right um and then they didn't and I feel like his comments about that were misleading because I know I'm like well I read about that too and I was like oh that's kind of crazy the yeah. team was in contact with his agents about contract stuff but they were nowhere near close to uh where he wanted to be apparently but why um and they never they never really it was like hometown discount discount or nothing that's what they wanted they wanted the hometown okay right they wanted the hometown discount because it still boggles my mind and i'm not the bit like i like freddie freeman i think he's overrated but he's really good. But if you're the Atlanta Braves, this is your MVP. This is your fan hometown favorite. Favorite, yeah. This is the guy who was on your your World Series championship team. Even if you don't think he's as good as he deserves on the field, you need him for marketing. Like, sign. Right. And he is a solid He's Producer. good. No, I'm not. I'm not talking yeah. shit about Freddie Freeman. 
I'm saying that there are non-baseball baseball field related reasons why the Braves oh, yeah. motivated to resign Freddie Freeman. He's got to be their number one jersey sale, like mm-hmm. sales year after year after year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the Braves probably feel like they have enough goodwill after winning a World Series that they can just kind of get rid of their franchise player. Um, That's interesting. And still keep I the mean, hearts Acuna, of their fans. Acuna is really their franchise player. I mean, maybe that's what they're hoping. I, you know, that guy's got to play a full season before I can agree. Mm-hmm. give him that. Okay. Um, not, not to take anything away from that talent, which is phenomenal, but, but I don't like that guy's hurt all the time. He's hurt right now, I think. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the big acquisition is Freddie Freeman 2.0. Uh, Matt Olson, which they acquired, it was like a trade and then sign with the Oakland Athletics. They picked up Matt Olson, who was a power hitting uh, first baseman. Um, and he um, I don't know, he's good. He's a power hitter, low and he batted like 240 last year with like 30 home runs, something like that. Yeah. Um, and figures to slip right into that exact same spot that Freddie, that Freddie Freeman sized hole in the middle of their lineup. Yeah. Um, other notive, notable acquisitions, Kenley Jensen, former closer for the Dodgers, and then Kirby Yates, who I don't know if you know who this guy is, but he's only like two or two years away from getting like 40 saves with the with the uh, Padres. So yeah. they really kind of invested in the back end of their bullpen with these two guys. Um, I couldn't tell you the, who was the closer in 2021. I can't remember. I have no idea. Now what that yeah. used to. Right. But, you know, they still have uh, Acuna Jr. They still have Ozzy Albies. They still have Ian Anderson, sick, like, prog rock flautist Ian Anderson. Yep. Um, they have a really they have a really good young core. They got um, – I can't remember who else is on their pitching staff. Next. Uh, but they're – yeah, exactly. Freed. Fried man. Fried man. Um, they're going to be good. And I think that they're, you know, there's just a lot of hoopla in uh, the division. Yeah. Um, now, did they win the division last year? Because they only won like 88 games or something stupid right. like that. But I yeah, think I, they won their division. They I did. don't think they did. The Nets. Who did win it? The Nets didn't win it. The Mets. No, it must have, it must have been the Braves. Yeah, because the Mets were a hot trash garbage. It was the Braves. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. But still, they won the World Series as an underdog. They were the underdogs against the Astros. They were underdogs. Yeah, Braves with eighty-eight wins. Yeah. Number two was the Phillies with eighty-two wins. It was a bad division last bad year. Bad division. Yeah. But and I have the Dodgers and the Astros to win the World Series. So. I have the NL East preview up from uh, mm-hmm. last year that I wrote. And I don't know if you remember this, but I had three teams coming out of the NL East into the playoffs last year. Right. Um, oh, and I mean, you were wrong, but I think we were. I was, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I so you picking um, the to win again? Okay, I got you. I'm I am like right now. I'm like I am with the White Sox. I'm like this is the Braves division until somebody can prove me otherwise. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Um, and you know, I feel like this is a controversial hot pick, be- hot take because they lost their uh, kind of team leader and there's always the fear of the World Series slump. Sure. So, um, but you know, they didn't run that great of a team last year and they still won the right. division. So Which is also two of the other NL East team to win the World Series, the Nats. The Nationals, right. Both of those teams that won the World Series were not very good regular season teams. They just right. got hot at the right time, rode that winning streak to beat the Dodgers. And yes. Yeah, well, also, I feel like the Braves, you know, dealt with a lot of injuries last year, too. Acuna Jr., he was out. He was out, like, in the first month of the season. He was out for the year, so. Yeah. Um, took them a while to find themselves, but it didn't really matter because they played in the AL East, which was a trash division last year. Okay, so who's your second place team? This year, I got my New York Mets coming in second place. Okay. All that money has got to add up to a certain amount of wins. The Mets, more than any other team in Major League Baseball, um, are putting their money where, uh, what's his name's mouth, Steve Cohen's mouth is. Um, I want to do an Cohen episode someday. Yeah, guy's a monster. Um, But he signed the big signings for the Mets. Max Scherzer, obviously, who they signed as a free agent in the last hours before the lockout started. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark uh, Starling Marte, um, and who is uh, an outfielder, right? And then Eduardo Escobar, who's a in like second and third baseman, I think. And um, and then they got Mark Kana. Um, and they got Chris Bassett at, in a trade, um, and they signed Adam Odovino to help shore up their bullpen. I'm like, good luck with that. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, Chris Bassett's a really good pitcher. That's a good call. Who they got in their bullpen? What's that? Who they got coming out of their bullpen? I didn't think about The Mets? Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. See, I'm high on the Mets right now. I was like, oh, the Mets are going to be good. I think that Francisco Lindor is going to torch the National League this year. I like Pete Alonso. Um, yeah, they got – yeah, so they have, like, in their infield, they got Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor. Um, they have Mark Eduardo Tim. Escobar. I don't know where he slots in. I can't. Um, yeah, maybe second, maybe third. Yeah. Um, James, let's McKinney. see. Robinson Cano is probably at second, actually. Oh, yeah, Eduardo ahead. Escobar at third, and then Lindor at, at oh no, Jeff McNeil maybe. I mean, like Jeff McNeil and Eduardo Escobar will be at second and third, and then Lindor at shortstop, Pete Alonso at first base. Alonso at first, yeah. Um, and then it's. Darling Marte, 
Mark Kana, J.D. Davis, and Brandon Nimmo, some combination of those four guys in the outfield, yeah. they have James McCann as their catcher. Yep. Yep. But Full. then their <clears throat> starting rotation looks like um, DeGrom and then Scherzer. DeGrom and, DeGrom and Scherzer back to back. And then you have uh, Chris Bassett, whatever you can get out of. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, who came over and was hurt all year last year. Um, And then you got Taiwan Walker. That's okay. um, Who can do okay. Um, And then they have a couple of other guys who I don't know. I don't know why they let Marcus Stroman walk. They should have kept, like, if you have Marcus Stroman as, like, the three or the four on that staff. Four or five, probably. Probably, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a good staff. They got their relief pitching is a little bit more suspect. They got Adam Odovino. They got Edwin Diaz, who's you know hot and cold. Um, Seth Lugo's decent. Um, Miguel Castro is decent. Uh, their relief pitching, like I would expect them to spend more money on relief pitching before the yeah. season. Yeah, that's going to be a big weakness of those. You're going to have a bunch of games where like DeGrom pitches seven innings and they lose 2 nothing or some dumb like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just going to be uh, – and then they're going to have to deal with injuries. And they yeah. always do. Yeah. So I think they're going to be much improved from last year, obviously, because I don't uh, think they could. I mean, if they aren't, then there's something seriously. Then it just be being stupid of watching a couple of Mets spring training games, and I'm like, this team's going to be so good. And then right. you describe them to me, and I'm like, no, Mets going to met. They're just- yeah, they're going to met. They're going to met hard somehow. I still think they're going to come in second. Uh, my third place team. Are they going to be a wild card team? Yeah, Bra- I got Braves Mets going to the playoffs. Okay. Um, I got Phillies not going to the playoffs. I got Phillies winning, uh, you know, 83 games, right over 500. Right. Uh, their main acquisitions this offseason uh, is they added Kyle Schwarber and Nick Nicholas Castellanos right. to the middle of their – to to, you know, kind of add to Bryce Harper uh, in the middle of their lineup. Um, so they're going to be, they're going to be a, you know, they're going to be a powerful hitting team, I think. Uh-huh. Um, what they're going to do with their pitching staff is, you know, another, like, I don't know. You know, is Aaron Nola going to be any good? No. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the – I'm going through their pitching staff right now. I don't even fucking know who any of these people right. are. They No, they have uh, – so Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, right? right. Um, those are their kind of two guys. But then after that, um, I'm going to read you the people who have – SP next to their name, and you tell me if you know who they are, okay? <laughs> okay. Sam Coonrod. That's not you. No. Uh, Zach Eflin. No, that guy's been around. How old is that guy? That guy's been around. Uh, 
young guy is 27 years old. He's been around. I know Zach Efron. Four, four and seven last year. Uh, with who? Doesn't say. Yeah. Uh, with the Phillies, I think. Phillies, yeah. Um, four and seven, four one seven ERA, ninety nine Ks. That's good. That's all. Big. Eighteen in a eighteen, um, hundred innings pitched, hundred and five innings pitched. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. I mean, it's not great though. No, you won one hundred and fifty. Right. Okay. Kyle Gibson. Nope. No. And no. Uh, and Zach Wheeler. That's it. Those are the starting pitchers that we got. Yeah. Okay. They're good. Um, and you know, their relief pitchers. I don't recognize any. Anyway, their pitching's going to be bad. Their hitting's going to be fucking legit. They got JT Real Muto. Um, yeah, I like that guy. Right. They got uh, Reese Hoskins. That yep. guy can hit the ball pretty good. Um, and then in the outfield, they got Castellanos, Schwarber, and. Uh, What's his name? Bryce Harper. <laughs> they actually have listed Bryce Harper as a DH right now. Oh, that's weird. Did he get hurt? Which is interesting. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's no good. Yeah, DH in the National League now, but he was a good outfielder, I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was he MVP? He was MVP last year, wasn't he? Last year, was he? I think he yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. If Bryce Harper lights it up, here's my hot take on this. Bryce Harper needs to figure out what the fuck he's doing with his life. Right. Like, or the Phillies need to trade him and then win the World Series because that's what happens when you trade Bryce Harper. Right. Right? Yeah, I I just don't understand the Phillies. Like, the Phillies, year in and year out, they're they're killed by their bullpen. Yeah. And – and it's like they just don't <laughs> they don't do anything to make their bullpen better. You know, they have the worst bullpen in Major League Baseball every single year. And they like they're like, okay, let's go get Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. Maybe like the extra however many runs they represent will put us over the top, you know? Right. Well, they won the World Series in 09. 09, 08, 08. Um, and that that's it that's the last thing the Phillies have done right yeah. right the most the, the, the team in every American sport with the most losses nobody has lost more games of whatever sport they play than the Phillies than the Phillies yeah hmm. that's something yeah, that is something. Because they played baseball since whatever eighteen eighty two in Philadelphia, and they've been right. almost the entire time. Okay. Yep. Okay. Next, I have the Washington Nationals, yep. who I don't think are going to be very good at all. Okay. Um, what? Yeah. Tell me about this. Because Soto okay. is the MVP, right? Soto could be the best player in Major League Baseball. Yeah. For each of the next 15 years. Right. And they still will not win with this team that they have 
put together here. Right. They're the East Coast Angels. Right. Yeah. Um, same deal. I don't, outside of Steven Strasburg, I don't know any of their pitchers. Um, they got their big acquisitions in the offseason were signing a DH, uh, Nelson Cruz. So that's kind of fun because um, he's, you know, good for a, however many home, like 30 home runs um, and, you know, a 230 batting average. Um, other notable players, Juan Soto, obviously, uh, Victor Robles, who is okay. Um, Do they have a bullpen? Doolittle. No. They, they brought back Sean. They brought back Sean Doolittle, who yeah. was pretty good for them, but then he left and he was terrible. So. Terrible, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's so interesting. Like I went to a game four years ago at Nationals Park, which was great. I loved it. Um, and I remember one of my favorite selfies I took in front of a big old painting of Max Schozo. As now right. we think that like Schozo's back in the division on a different team. Because yeah. so like Schozo in Strasbourg was your one two forever right and yeah. that's a good one too that's a really good but, you know i don't know i don't know if strasburg is even healthy right exactly now. yeah uh and if he is like will he stay healthy yeah and so what do you do i mean they're not going to trade one soda no they? he's not ready he's not i'm ready when i'm ready that's what he says He's thrown awesome. in the bullpen. Mm -hmm. they, um, they, they, the Nationals apparently offered Juan Soto a $360 million contract before the lockout, and he declined it. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he, I mean, he can get more than that, probably. But that's a shitload of money. When is he a free agent after this year? No, I think he's got at least two more years of Team control. Team control, yeah. But, yeah, they got, you know, I've heard of Josiah Gray, but I don't think that he's any good. Because that would, that would blow everything up midseason if the Nationals are like, we're trading Soto. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I hope that happens. Yeah, so, I mean, they'll be sellers at the deadline, but I don't know who they're going to sell. That's the thing. Right. Um, unless they sell they're not, unless they sell Soto or Nelson Cruz you know like yeah. Albert Pujols isn't working out in St. Louis they could hire another 60 year old man to be their DH you know <laughs> hey. um, the 80 and 82 NL champion St. Louis Cardinals I fucking hate that right <laughs> All right. And then so after the Nationals, who are going to be bad, they'll win maybe, what, 70 games. We have the Marlins, yeah. um, who I don't even have anything written down for the Miami Marlins because their <laughs> biggest addition in the offseason is addition by subtract, subtraction. They parted ways with um, Derek Jeter, oh, which is the big news. Um, <laughs> they signed Jorge Salar to a three-year contract. Huh. 
Um, they got Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm is an exciting young player to watch. They have a lot of exciting young players to watch. They signed, agreed to terms with Avisael Garcia. Oh, really? I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you might like that one. Yeah. Um, to Miami. But, right. So, so really, they like Derek Jeter quit because they have all these exciting young players, and Derek Jeter was like, "We should trade all these players to the Yankees for nothing." For nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what if we didn't do that? And he's like, "I quit." Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Sandy. So their their strength, I think, is going to be in their pitching staff, their starting rotation, which is very young. Um, and is uh, kind of spearheaded by this guy, um, Sandy Alcantara. You remember that dude? Yeah. He's been, I feel like he's been around forever. He's only 26 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. He threw 200 innings last year, 200 Ks, um, and had a three – one nine ERA. He's legit. And there's a lot of young young pitchers kind of coming up behind him. So that's kind of their I mean they're gonna have a lot of young players. Uh Jazz Chisholm, as you said. Jose Devers, who is Rafael Devers' cousin, I believe. Really? Um yeah. I don't know if he's any good, mm-hmm. but he's it's cool that he's Devers cousin, like baby cousin, which is funny because Devers is also a baby. The thing that drives me crazy about the Miami Marlins is that uh-huh. Miami is not a small market. Like Miami right. is a huge fucking market. Yeah, you've been but banging South this Florida, drum forever. And South Florida is like baseball crazy country. Right. Like there's, Could no, be. there's no reason why the Miami Marlins should be a trash baseball team. Like they should be a really fucking good baseball team, and yeah, don't want to just try. poor ownership. Poor ownership, right? Like, yeah, like you could create such a cool like culture is the word I'm thinking of. In like, yeah, we're gonna do like, guess what? You can buy Cuban sandwiches, and we're gonna play Dominican music. And we're just gonna like beat the shit out of everybody else in the NL East because we're the fucking Miami Marlins. Like, why not? You could do that. Right. You could. You get yeah. Pitbull involved. You get Pitbull somehow. Somehow. Nothing happens in Miami without Pitbull being involved. That's at least what I imagine is the Rio. truth. Yeah, Dan Marino, Dan Marino and Pitbull. Yeah. They bought the team. That'd be amazing. That would be actually. I agree with that. That would be amazing. Okay, so talk me off the ledge of the Mets, because I think the Mets are gonna be real good. Talk me off the ledge. <sighs> you know, I don't think Steve Cohen knows what he's doing. I think that he's going to be uh involved to a distracting degree. Um, you know, Buck, zombie Buck Showalter is the... The mountain. Zombie Buck Showalter is the, is the 
manager of the team, and we don't even know who reanimated his corpse and who he works for now. Mm. So that's a huge wild card. Um, we assume it's Hillary Clinton, but we don't know. Um, <clears throat> so there's that. Uh, also, it's like, I don't even see a team that's going to play together there. Like, I don't know how DeGrom is going to react to Scherzer being there. Oh. I don't know how Scherzer is going to react to not being the best pitcher on the team. It's too many. There's too many weird shit going on in the Mets right now. Yeah. Um, Do you think you know you gotta? Uh, so you're you're picking the Braves to win the division. Do you think they're gonna be like an 88 win team again, or do you think they're gonna be more like a 96 win team? I think that the uh, Braves are gonna win 94 games, and I think that the Mets are gonna win 89 games. Okay. Yeah, I buy that. And, or not maybe ninety games. They're gonna make the playoffs in like a low wild card slot. Yeah, cool. Ugh. Bryce Harper to the Padres. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's all I got for the the yeah. NL East. The, it's a it's a weird division. It's um, a weird division. It's won two World Series with, like, not very good teams. Right. And then it's got a couple teams that try really hard and are terrible. And are terrible, yeah. And then there's the Marlins. Right. And, you know, the Mets just got a Met, man. If there's anything I can tell you to get you off that ledge, it's like the Mets are going to Met. They're just going to Met. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Young ostensibly a baseball podcast. We'll see you again next week. Maybe we'll get two more divisions in next week if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wait till you hear my AL East preview. I got all the wild cards coming out of the AL East this year. I know. Yeah, no, we need to, yeah, let's do A block AL East and then I'll pull something together, maybe a Western. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Thomas will be here. He can do the AL West or something. The Dodgers are going to win 150 games. It's going to suck. <laughs> yep. Okay. I can hate the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. I was a little nervous when the manager of the Dodgers, who's been the manager of the Dodgers for years and years, was like, our team is so much better this year than it ever has been. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. 140 and 22, the LA Dodgers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This has been the B Block. Uh, shout out. Thanks so much to Sam for doing the NL East preview. Shout out to folks who wait here. Shout out to Thomas. Hope everything's going good. Uh, follow us on all your social media applications at Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, WordPress, Instagram, Dump on the Ump. Listen to us on your uh, whatever, wherever you get your podcast. If it's Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. 
For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Sweet babe, I'm going to leave you and the time is